Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I am so delighted to have today Tarla Makayev, the copy queen and founder of the Iconic Copy Course. I'm not going to shout out all of your accolades. Tarla, I will let you do a little bit of that introduction, but thank you so much for uh, coming and joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, Annika. I really appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So you are known as the copy queen, but before you became the copy queen, what was your journey like? Yeah, so I started my career as a copywriter. Um, I was an English major in school with a writing emphasis and a minor in theater. So I actually started in acting and I happened to be in a UCLA extension soap opera acting class. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I met my future boss, who was a copywriter himself <laughs> and like essentially an account, um, an account manager. And that's how I started working at marketing agencies. So it was really very unplanned, but wonderful. Nice. And you just fell in love with the world of copy. I did. I mean, you know, I always loved writing. And at the time, you know, I know there are majors now for copywriting, but at the time that there, that wasn't a thing. And so mm. I only, like learned a little bit of copywriting school and I didn't really know much about it. So when I got in this marketing agency and, you know, it's cool to be an agency in that environment and then learning about copywriting, I'm like, this is really cool. Like you can actually, this is a profession with writing where you could actually make money because a lot of people think of a starting, starving artist, starving writer. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't making that much money at the agencies. Now I'm not going to lie about that. But <laughs> I knew that this was a path to eventually making more money. Yeah. Wonderful. And so then what took you um, out of the agency world and on your own? Yeah. So basically I was working at my second marketing agency and I just knew I was undervalued and underpaid. It was very obvious to me, the clients, you know, they were making millions in revenue. I was the only copywriter at pretty much both agencies. Because, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. The first one, my boss had been a copywriter, but he wasn't doing copywriting. And I basically took on that role at the first agency and I took mm -hmm. on the role at the second agency and there were no other copywriters. So there was only me and my boss who wanted to be a copywriter, but wasn't one. And so really I was the one writing all the copy and I just noticed at times that she would uh correct correct the copy mm. and so that was something that was very like uh i'd say triggering to me because it wasn't like sometimes she did it she did it all the time and so i think i even started to like develop like lower self-esteem to be honest like oh, i really wow. starting to think like am i am I like not that great of a writer? Because if your boss keeps coming in and correcting everything you do, and at the time, and it was the time when they took out the red pen and crossed things out on a printed piece of oh paper back in the day. And so I just wasn't happy because of that. And they also had these crazy rules about being there, like totally on time. And I'm a little bit always like five, 10 minutes late. I try not <laughs> to do, I know that's not the best habit, but it was like eight o'clock start in the morning. I'm not a morning person. And you had to be there right on the dot. And they would make a big, big deal about you not being there. I mean, they made a deal about you being there three minutes late, legitimately. Wow. It was, it was just, it was just too much for me. And I'm like, you know, I know that there's a better way. So what I ended up doing is I knew that there's gotta be, I don't know where I got the idea, but I wanted to become a freelance copywriter. And I think cause it was in my blood. My dad had been an entrepreneur. He had passed away when I was a baby. 
Um, but I would stroll like the book aisles. I was really into self-development and looking at business books and stuff. And I found this book, How to Become a Freelance Copywriter and Make $85,000 a Year. That's not the exact title, but something like that. <laughs> They've now since updated it to $100,000 a year. And I knew by that book alone, okay, it's possible to make more money. I was like capped out at mid fifties in this agency. Like mm -hmm. I just really underpaid. I, I should have asked for more money. I came in asking for like 45 or something and they gave me one raise and it was, it was just, it was just crazy now that I think about it. Um, and so I knew that that was possible. And so what I did is I recorded on the way to uh, work and back. I listened, I didn't record then. Mm -hmm. I recorded in advance my like affirmations in my own voice saying, I'm a successful copywriter earning $85,000 a year. I'm a freelance copywriter. And I listened to that for a few months on the way to work and back. I would just drive and listen to that on a cassette tape back in the day again. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm really aging myself now. But I know, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. So anyway, so I, I did that. And then um, when I ended up uh, like one day coming in and they, they made a big deal about the, the late thing again, like I was there 803 or something like crazy like that. And I was just like, I, I didn't plan on leaving that day. I planned on leaving, but I had not collected all my samples or any of that. I just had a last straw and I just walked in the office and said, I quit. And she was stunned. And, um, and I just was like, you know, just what I said, like, I just don't feel like my work is appreciated. Like I know like all the value that I bring and, you know, and then I left and then literally I made a phone call when I left. And then two weeks later, I had my first freelance gig. I made close to $85,000 the first mm -hmm. year, the title of the book, working 10 hours a week. And then the next year was six figures and the following year was like multiple six figures. And um, it turned into a seven figure brand. And it was, it was such a great thing, a turn of events that it actually unfolded that way. Sometimes when you're in the midst of something, you're like, why is this happening? But yeah. it ends up being the best thing that ever happened to you. So that's kind of how I got out of the agencies. Yeah, amazing. And the fact that, I love that there was a book that had a specific dollar figure in the title and that yeah. you're like, yes, this is for me. And then you were able to like far surpass that amount. Yeah, I think because it, it made that specific dollar amount made it concrete. Like sometimes mm -hmm. you don't know what's possible. And if someone says, oh, well, you can make this amount. And this was a very well respected copywriter. I think um, his name's Robert Bly. And so I said, okay, if, if this guy is saying this, if this is factual, then I know at least I can do that. Mm -hmm. And so it's just amazing. I'm really big on manifestation and kind of the positive program you can put into your own mind and like what a difference that can genuinely make to your, to, to your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and since being coming the copy queen and building up to a seven figure business, you've come, gone on to do so many other things. You are a digital course creator. You are a coach. Um, you're an author, you've done so many things. So how, how did, I mean, if I think like me, your journey was really organic. Um, and so, you know, you, you didn't go to school to be a copywriter, but that's what you became. And then you turned it into this beautiful big thing. So then how did you jump from that to everything else that you've exceeded at? Yeah. So I think at one point with the copywriting, I mean, doing it full-time, I was obviously writing a lot to make that amount of money. And then I had just, um, had started subcontracting out some of the work, but um, there's just, there was like many, many events that happened. But I think one point is that I did feel like really burnt out because mm -hmm. I felt like I was writing so much all the time. 
So there was at one point that I just wanted like more freedom, but then my mom had a heart attack and unfortunately I became a caregiver to her for five, six years. And then she passed away. And so my dad had died when I was one, my mom had passed away in 2014. And it just really made me like realize even stronger than I already had. I already had a strong knowing of this just intrinsically that like life is short. You're not going to be here forever. You don't know when your last day will be truly. And so why spend it constantly working? Even if you make great money, you're, you are, you know, if you're always working, you don't have time to enjoy it. I mean, I did enjoy it to a certain degree, but I was like always working. Yeah. And so I had always been interested in online business. It just happened that after my mom passed away, I did a couple other things. And then I was on Facebook one day and then a friend was like in this beauty business opportunity. And it kind of like, I had thought about these ideas in the past and kind of looked into them, but it kind of reignited all that. Like, Oh, I have the copywriting foundation. You know, I can write the sales pages. I can write the emails. I can write the ads. So I have that foundation already, which is like the foundation of any business, especially Mm -hmm. online business. And so why don't I pursue this? And I, there was a little bit of a a route to getting where I'm at. I didn't start off as a digital course creator, unfortunately. (laughs) Like I knew about that off the bat, but I was intimidated. Like probably a lot of people are like, how do I create a digital course? All the technology Mm. and all the information that you have to compile and put it in a certain order. And for me, writing a book is a million times or was at least at the time a million (laughs) times easier. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're the opposite. No, I just don't think a lot of people would say writing a book would be easy. I didn't find it very hard, but I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's not hard. I mean, you just start sequentially, right? Whatever your story mm-hmm. is, you can put post-it notes for like, what would each chapter oh. be? Mm-hmm. And then like, you have the framework and then I kind of organize my thoughts. What's a linear way of thinking about whatever the topic is. Some topics don't lend to things being linear, but when it's a business book, there's probably a linear format to it. Mm -hmm. And then you just, you just start writing. I I don't know. Writing comes easy for me. So I was like, Oh, let me start with a digital book. And that's what I did. I modeled it after someone else. I saw actually through a Facebook ad, she had a a book on blogging and I was really inspired as a $5 book. And I'm like, Oh, let me do this. And I'll start running ads to it. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's how it started. And then it's, then it be turned in the digital courses and kind of, it kind of went from there. Nice. What, um, so talk about what is the name of your book? Yeah. Yeah. So talk about that. And then also talk about your digital courses and what kind of content somebody could expect from those. Yeah. So the book is called the essential guide to your first month of online marketing. So it essentially takes, uh, you know, this is for creative hearts and women who want to start and grow their purpose-filled business online. And then also my course to come later on copywriting is going to be for those who want to scale their brand with copy that converts. Um, so essentially the book is for someone who's coming online. It's to solve a problem that I actually had when I came online. So even though I was this veteran copywriter, it was for traditional marketing, which those mm. rules definitely apply online, but I wasn't familiar with social media marketing. I was totally confused. Like what are the revenue streams online? Mm-hmm. How do you monetize? Like, I just honestly, it's almost like I'd forgotten everything I learned from copywriting, which is, is crazy to say, kind of embarrassing to say, but I just think it was like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? It was like, mm-hmm. I felt a bit turned around. And I know like if people don't have a background on social media or any of that, they don't know like, oh, I want to do something online, but how do you create like income? And so that is what I set out to do in this book. I, I set out to help start them from day one 
all the way up through like getting set up their foundation, you know, getting mm-hmm. set up on social media. So like niche, target market, branding, um, as creating your lead magnet and email list, funnels, copywriting. So it touches on all of these, obviously not super in depth because it's a book. I can't go into depth <laughs> on all these topics, but it gives you the overall game plan. So that you're not, so you're like, oh, this is how this all fits together. It's like fitting mm-hmm. little pieces together. And then my motto is that you don't start with social media, you end with it. Mm. Um, so that's the book. And then the, the first course I have is a beginner online business course called Social Star. And that is basically the accelerated companion course to the book. Mm-hmm. And that course uh, goes over what's discussed in the book, but to a deeper level, more examples. There's like a list of 150 resources there. There's a glossary. There's a tech resources. There's a lot of bonuses that are not included in the book. So it just takes the same book principles, but to a whole other level. And mm-hmm. it's to get someone set up in 30 days and just have their foundation. And with the course, you have a 72 hour uh, quick start business plan. So like mm-hmm. over a long weekend, you could literally go through like what's in the course. Like I literally lay it out, like do this, do this, do this next. And you'll have a bunch of stuff set up, you know? So it's, you can get this going actually pretty quickly, but obviously then, then online business is like a long-term plan because you don't, just come on in 30 days and things start happening. It takes a while, right? Yeah. But I think this is so important because so many women, I mean, so many people, but women, especially we want to do something that will give us that time. Like you said, you were a caregiver for your mom. You had a lot of your time was taken up with that. And, but you needed to still find things that, you know, that satisfied your want and need to work and your passion on that side. Um, and you were able to find that and then figure out how to make it more accessible for women to understand, because there's so much information out there and you can read this blog and that blog, and there's so many courses and you just don't know where to start. So one that actually breaks it down and starts with the basics and the things that we might not think about. Cause I think a lot of times we have that, oh, we have to start on social media. We need to start posting stuff. But if you don't know what you're posting or why you're posting, then what are you doing? Exactly. Like, that's what I say. And then I also, of course, I forgot to mention, I go over the revenue streams in the book, but Mm -hmm. like, right, that's exactly what's happening. People go on social media, they're like, I want to start a business. I don't really know what I want to do. Let me just start posting. And there's no direction. You don't really, you're kind of starting backwards. Mm -hmm. But that's because we think of social media as the fun, shiny part. Like it's the fun part. (laughs) It's the fun part until you do it all the time. It's not fun anymore. But initially it's like, oh, this is the fun, shiny thing. Let me post all these updates, but you don't really know what you're doing. I mean, I experienced it myself and it's crazy to look back. I'm like, where was this resource? Like I still to this date have not seen anything like this, that literally this is a $7 book and I'm breaking it down for you. So um, yeah, I'm like, there's nothing more I could have put in that book. Like I I gave away the farm almost. So yeah. Nice. But that you know, that will all come back to you if it hasn't already. Thank you. No doubt. And then your newest endeavor, I don't know if it's your newest because you're still an author, you're still creating more courses, but you also are a coach. So you're helping on another level with women who want to navigate what, what they want to put out into the world and how do they create their journey? Yeah. And, you know, actually one of the areas that's most important. So, you know, there are digital courses that I recommend like as a monetization that I think is great. 
um, that you touched on, like, had I had I known about that when I was a caregiver to my mom and created a course, I don't know that I would have had time, but how amazing yeah. that would have been just have something like that, right? To have an asset that's great for any woman. Um, and particularly, let me just add, you know, and this is just the truth, like we go through almost like a recession, like it feels like every 10 years, like we, we mm -hmm. go through some kind of economic issue and it's like, you want to have these things ready to go. So you always have something that you can sell or promote. And of course it's so amazing for anybody. So there's that. And then when it comes to the other thing I recommend is a people coach because coaching is anybody can coach. Like you have knowledge right now sitting where you're at, or you have some talent that somebody could benefit from in the world. And one thing though, that I recently just started um, uh, doing with the, the coaching is that I'm now focused a bit more on mindset, but it, it goes mm -hmm. a layer deeper than that because one of the things is people will do all these tactics and the strategies and they'll wonder like, why, why am I not succeeding with this? Why is this not working out, right? And everyone's gonna have a different tactic to teach you. Everyone's gonna have a different mm -hmm. way of looking at the strategies. And it, this can be like a common problem that I've seen online. And a lot of it is, for me, it goes a layer deeper than, than the, you know, and, and this is from my past of manifesting seven figures through the affirmations, that story I told you, right? Mm -hmm. And being in a positive um, place in your life, but it goes a layer deeper and it goes to self-love. Mm -hmm. And so I really believe a lot of people wouldn't make this connection, but that um, in order to manifest, you have to have the right mindset. And in order to have the right uh, mindset, you have to emotionally heal. Mm -hmm. Big part of the work that you should be doing when you're trying to pursue a business because people op often also flip that and they do the business first and then they're not succeeding and then they wonder why and then they're like oh i need to work on my mindset mm -hmm. but i want to help you with that upfront to clear any of that emotional garbage and junk kind of out of the way because that's almost blocking you from being able to you know then have the right mindset to manifest yeah absolutely oh my gosh and i you know little disclaimer i know you personally we've had a lot of we've had conversations about a lot of this so i'm so excited to be sharing this with our audience today um because you spark a lot of joy to me and the fact that you take something that you went through and you keep creating new things because you're like oh if i'm going through this other people are going through this and need to make this realization or i had to go through this process they can now take my model and they'll be better for it and that's that's what we should be doing right helping others like the whole way through our journeys as well thank you so much yeah yeah, yeah no uh, for sure i think we all are going to make mistakes and we're going to learn from them and hopefully pay that forward to someone else because that's mm -hmm. the point of buying a course that someone else has made all the mistakes they figured <laughs> out whatever it is on the topic and now they're here to teach you so yes will that require an investment from you but it's either money as an investment or it's your time it's either mm -hmm. your time and you go through all the mistakes or you pay someone who's already been there and done that and you can kind of facilitate and quicken everything for yourself nice and you touched a little bit on you have an, a new course launching soon yes yeah um what can people expect in that course and when will that be released yeah it's called iconic copy and it is an advanced copywriting course for uh, creative female small business owners who basically they want to be able to write their own copy. Now, it may not have been the thing that they thought of when they first come online. Mm -hmm. They weren't like, oh, I want to be a copywriter. But the truth is you become your own copywriter when you have a business online with the sales pages, the emails, the ads, all the things I touched on earlier. Mm -hmm. 
or you have to hire an expensive pro like me. And <laughs> I wrote for Hollywood Studios and Fortune 500 companies, so I'm not cheap. So it just becomes a smarter thing for people to know how to do this because it's repetitive work. It's not like mm -hmm. you write one sales page and you'll never have to touch it again. Maybe, maybe you'll get away with that there, but the emails, you constantly have to be coming up with new content. So you want mm -hmm. to be able to empower yourself. And so that's why I wanted to create this based on my, you know, 13 years of experience with direct response. And that's coming out in the fall, fall 2020. Nice. And what continues to inspire and motivate you to create, to keep creating and manifesting? Oh gosh, I really want to leave a legacy. So mm. it's like, I'm all about leaving like an imprint on the world. I think we all have that special ability. We all have something mm. special that we can give to other people. And we're really here to serve others. It's not just about us. It's not just about money. It's about the impact you can make in someone else's lives and better their lives. There might be someone out there right now who doesn't really know much about online business and they come across me. There might be somebody out here who's listening to your podcast all the time, regularly, I'm sure. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, I can have somebody help me with PR. Like mm. there's all these things that you can, you know, ways that you can influence people in business, but I'm also really big on influencing them with like personal story. So that's mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Like, I've suffered from depression, anxiety, and grief, and I've lost both of my parents. And I, yeah. I'm big on that because I think people want to be able to relate to other people. I think we live in a world where there needs to be connection and people don't feel connected to you if it's only business. That's just my motto. Everyone does stuff differently. But I really do want to put this out there because I want people to know I'm real, I'm raw, I'm relatable, and I'm just like them. I'm no different than them. I've had my own trials and tribulations, but you can get through anything. Yeah. And I, you're preaching to the choir. I am all about that. I'm all about living in, you know, as our authentic selves all the time and being able to show people the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things we went through, because that's who made us who we are today. And that's what got us to where we are. And that's, those are the kind of people I want to surround myself with, you know? And so I feel like when you put yourself out authentically like that, then you're going to attract the people who want to work with you that are of a similar mind frame mindset <laughs> yeah and actually when when that's how we met right because then yeah. <laughs> we those personal stories and i'm like oh my gosh i really like her because like i felt like i knew you after meeting you once yeah even though we had a mutual introduction and i think hopefully you could say the same about me and i i think like you don't get that sense from some people online like you right. just you only get like oh i'm selling this and there's kind of a wall there and for me, I feel like there's more of a trust factor with people if they know more about you personally, because it takes it takes some courage to put yourself out there and reveal some of this stuff. I don't have to tell anybody that I have depression or anxiety, like, you know, but I'm not ashamed of it in any way. I mean, every look, everybody in L.A. has. some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you have an online course. What else is next for you? Well, I'm, I'm working on that copywriting course. And then I do want to, uh, let's see if I should even say this, but I <laughs> have a course coming out um, next year, actually on digital courses, as well as like developing your own coaching program. Um, because I think those are the two paired together. Those are the two monetization models that I love. Mm. And I think they're the smartest. Because like I said, anyone can start coaching literally today. You don't have to be certified. I mean, it's great if you are, but you could just go out and start, you know, immediately make money by coaching somebody, making an offer on Facebook, on a social media platform. 
And then, you know, the course takes a little bit longer, but that is a perfect, beautiful balance. You can coach somebody mm -hmm. and then you can say, hey, I also have a course that I can um, put into this coaching package nice. where it, it also kind of, uh, you do this in your business, it kind of adds like some, some extra um, information mm -hmm. to the coaching or they go through the course and then you discuss that on your coaching calls. You can kind of have, it, they marry so well together, you know? Yeah, they they 100% do. And I'm using that model a little bit for PR and marketing. And yeah. yeah, doing kind of the same thing. I have an online course that I'm also going to turn into a book. Then I also have like set coaching sessions for but related to that part of the world, right? Like my sphere of influence and like what I know how to do. But I think there are coaches for everything. And it is important to, I mean, I'm finding the more and more I get into my now, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. Like where I want to be, what I want to do, how I want to show up in the world. I'm realizing how much more important it is to surround myself with experts in different areas that I'm not an expert in. And, you know, those are my, whether you call them mentors, coaches, those are the people that are going to help me get to the next level of success and not just, you know, look online, try to Google things, try to figure it out for myself, not get very far, take two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what people probably need to remember is when you're paying for like a digital course or a coach, they are helping you, especially in a course, it's, it's in a linear way, right? You can, like you mm -hmm. said, you can go to YouTube, you can find out pretty much everything except for everybody has their own specific ways of doing stuff. Right. So you'll never find their formula unless they put it all out in free videos. And a lot of people do, they put a lot of their content out in those. But you're paying for the step by step. So you don't have to go, oh, wait, how does this go with this? And then with the coaching, it's obviously you're having like a one on one conversation with someone if it's if it's private coaching and you can't get that off a YouTube video. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So how do people find you, Tarla, so that they can follow you, learn more about your courses, but purchase your book, all the things? Yeah. So the best place to go is my website. I'm sure that will be written out somewhere here because yes. my name is a little hard, <laughs> uh, but it's tarlamakayev.com. And then uh, all my stuff is there. And if you want to go on social media, you can follow me at um, Facebook or Instagram at the Tarla Makayev. Nice. And my last question I usually ask is if you have a favorite quote or mantra, Oh, from my mom. Hopefully I won't cry. <laughs> she said, after the rain, the sun will shine. And I, she used to say that all the time. She also liked to say the world is your oyster, but that, but that is her specific after the, you know, the rain, the sun will shine. And it's just a reminder that, you know, no matter what goes on in your life, no matter how bad things seem to get, you know, remember past situations in your life where you thought you couldn't get through something or I'll never be able to move past this. And you did. And you're always going to be able to get past your darkest day if you just keep going. Mm. Thank you, Tarla. That was really beautiful. Thanks. And that is a good reminder to everybody to persevere and to keep pushing through and you will get there and work with amazing women like Tarla to help you on that journey. Thank you. Yeah, so with that, that's another episode of Your Brand Amplified. I'm Annika Jackson, and I'll be back again next week. Want more? Check out amplifywithannika.com or follow me on socials at amplifywithannika.com.